Introduction to Among the Farmyard People. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Claire. Among the Farmyard People by Clara Dillingham Pearson. To the Children. Dear little friends, I want to introduce the farmyard people to you, and to have you call upon them and become better acquainted as soon as you can. Some of them are working for us, and we surely should know them. Perhaps, too, some of us are working for them, since that is the way in this delightful world of ours, and one of the happiest parts of life is helping and being helped. It is so in the farmyard, and although there is not much work that the people there can do for each other, there are many kind things to be said, and even the lame duckling found that he could make the blind horse happy when he tried. It is there as it is everywhere else, and I sometimes think that although the farmyard people do not look like us or talk like us, they are not so very different after all. If you had seen the little chicken who wouldn't eat gravel when his mother was reproving him, you could not have helped knowing his thoughts, even if you did not understand a word of the chicken language. He was thinking, I don't care, I don't care a bit, so now. That was long since, for he was a chicken when I was a little girl, and both of us grew up some time ago. I think I have always been more sorry for him, because when he was learning to eat gravel, I was learning to eat some things which I did not like, and so, you see, I knew exactly how he felt, but it was not until afterwards that I found out how his mother felt. That is one of the stories which I have been keeping a long time for you, and the chicken was a particular friend of mine. I knew him better than I did some of his neighbors, yet they were all pleasant acquaintances, and if I did not see some of these things happen with my own eyes, it is just because I was not in the farmyard at the right time. There are many other tales I should like to tell you about them, but one mustn't make the book too fat and heavy for your hands to hold, so I will send you these and keep the rest. Many stories might be told about our neighbors who lived out of doors, and they are stories that ought to be told too, for there are still boys and girls who do not know that animals think and talk and work and love their babies and help each other when in trouble. I knew one boy who really thought it was not wrong to steal newly built birds' nests, and I have seen girls, quite large ones too, who were afraid of mice. It was only last winter that a quail came to my front door during the very cold weather and snuggled down into the warmest corner he could find. I fed him, and he stayed there for several days, and I know and you know perfectly well that although he did not say it in so many words, he came to remind me that I had not yet told you a quail story and two of my little neighbors brought ten pollywogs to spend the day with me, so I promised then and there that the next book should be about pond people and have a pollywog story in it. And now good-bye. Perhaps some of you will write me about your visit to the farmyard. I hope you will enjoy them very much, but be sure you don't wear red dresses or caps when you call on the turkey gobbler. Your friend, Clara Dillingham Pearson, Stanton, Michigan, March 28, 1899. End of introduction. Recording by Claire.